This is Sport Tracks. John with you through till 10 o'clock today. Let's talk skateboarding for a while. Uh, this is such a lovely story. Maybe I'm going to get Brandon. Uh, Brandon, we were debating how to pronounce your surname. Is it Valjalo? It's actually Valjalo. Valjalo, you see? It's yeah, so you pronounce everything in the, the exact way that it's spelled. You pronounce every single letter. It's one of those things where you think it must be that, but it can't be that easy. But there we go. Brandon Valjalo. Well, 100%. <laughs> Thanks for joining hey, us. Thank you guys for having me. Tell us, I love the story. You discovered skateboarding when you were very young. Tell us that story. So basically, um, I started skateboarding because there was always a skateboard in the garage. And I mean, it's always been a thing in the family. We've always like loved extreme sports. We used to always go um, riding motocross bikes. And you know what? From when I was really young, I decided, you know, like there was a skateboard there. Let me just sit on it and go on my bum down the driveway. Mm. And then I guess from there, my passion and my love for it just grew as I got a little bit older. And I was like watching some TV series of Life of Ryan on MTV. And I was like, you know what? Like I actually really love skateboarding and I'd love to like, try and make this my like career one day my mom thought like i was crazy and all <laughs> yes. that kind of stuff and i guess it's actually gone to the point where skateboarding can take me to the olympic games <laughs> does your brother does your brother look back and go you know i didn't think you should but maybe you can now exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, and t- you were what uh, 15 when you won your first title yeah, so basically I think it was around 2014 when I won the Youth World Championship and then that same year I actually won the South African Championship. You're going to have to explain to me how you win a championship in skateboarding here, Brandon. Okay, so basically the Kimberley Diamond Cup was a series of events that um, ran all the way throughout South Africa along the whole, like, the whole period of the year. And it would do a stop where you would have to skate a Grand Slam in each one of the provinces that they held the event in. Mm-hmm. And from there, I won one of the regional events. Actually, I think I won two of the regional events to qualify to go skate the championship at the end of the year in Kimberley. And that same year, I ended up winning the overall title in Kimberley. So, yeah, that was pretty much the SA championship that happened in 2015 and 16. Then after that, they stopped the events in 2017, but we had the African Continental Championship, which was called Ultimate X. Um, in 2017 in Cape Town, which I ended up winning back-to-back in 2015, the SA Champs, and 2016 SA Champs. Then in 2017, I won the African Championship. (laughs) And now the news coming in that you could be in the Olympic Games. Exactly. So after pretty much winning those contests back-to-back, I got an invite to skate the international circuit to Mm -hmm. represent South Africa, basically. And I found, uh, I found this a great opportunity for me to explore and see what my level of skateboarding was to the rest of the world. And I was like, okay, cool. Let me take this opportunity with both hands and go out there and see how I fend for myself. And I actually did really well in my first competition. And from there on out, I've been skating the international circuit just to find out that the Olympic Games have now added skateboarding to the circuit and could potentially take me there. All right, I want to. I'm having a look at your website. You need to update your blog. You haven't written anything since February, so uh, your your internet guy is going to have a go at you. But you you used a different language, I must say. Um, Something January the fifteenth last year, you wrote. I ended up slamming a few times because the ledge was extremely waxed up at the top. We had no time to worry about the wax because the stadium security was on his way to tell us that we had to leave the premises. Skateboarding is not allowed. I don't understand what that first sentence means. 
So basically, yeah, we definitely do have our own kind of jargon that we follow within skateboarding, as everybody else does. You know, like doctors have their own jargon. Okay. Um, but basically, what I meant by that is we put wax, which is basically just a candlestick, onto an obstacle so that it would make it able to grind with our skateboard. Oh. And um, basically, I put too much wax on the rail at the beginning. And um, when I got onto the rail, it just slipped out. And then from the top of the 16 stairs, I fell all the way down, which is where I use the terminology slam because I fell all the way from the top and it was a pretty hard fall and ended up injuring my heel. Uh, okay. How many bones have you broken, Bren? Um, I actually recently just fractured my wrist um, not too long ago, probably about five weeks ago. Um, but I felt like I couldn't keep the cast on because I was like, you know, it started, I was still skateboarding. I, I was starting to smell inside the cast and all that. So I actually pulled my hand out, which my orthopedic surgeon was not too happy about. I'm sure. Um, but other than that, not, not necessarily too many serious injuries, but I would say around about two bones that are broken. Uh, okay, that's not too bad. Because there's some horrendous... Uh, when, when I'm bored on the internet, I go and look at YouTube fails. And skateboarding is right up there with the most fails. You still there, Brandon? Right. Sorry, are you breaking up? All right. I, I was saying when I'm bored on the internet, I go into YouTube and I see, I watch YouTube fails. Skateboarding is up there with some of the most epic fails. 100%. You must see. So basically within skateboarding, you can't learn how to bail. Um, <laughs> but sometimes right. it goes beyond your control and you actually do slam pretty hard. What makes a good skateboarder? Brennan? No? All right, we're going to try and get Brandon back on a better line. Brandon Valjalo, national uh, skateboarding champion, as you heard. He's got plans to get out to the Olympic Games as well. Uh, he's written a blog about Hollywood High 16, uh, skating the iconic Hollywood High School 16 stair rail. I want to find out about what that's all about. Sport Tracks on SFM with John Carica. Guest is Brendan Valjalos, uh, a national skateboarding champion. Tell us, uh, Brendan, about the Hollywood High 16. Okay, sorry guys, sorry for losing you there. But right. basically, the Hollywood High 16 is one of the most iconic skateboarding spots in the whole entire world. And within the skateboarding industry, it's pretty much you have to earn your street credit by doing something insane in the street that only skateboarders really understand. Mm. So... It's pretty much how you earn your stripes within the industry. And um, I skated that rail, I think it was in 2017 when I skated it. Um, I ended up being the first South African to ever do a trick on that iconic skate spot and put my name down there in history. Um, but then after that, I tried to get a little bit of a harder trick and ended up slamming, which I used the jargon on my website in the blog post there. Um, I slammed and actually fractured my heel. Oh, um, which took me pretty much out of the 2017 European circuits. But other than that, I came stronger and skated the circuit again in 2018. What's the difference in level between the South African skateboarders and the rest of the world at the moment? So at the moment, there's not much of a difference between the level of the skateboarders and the talent. We have all the talent in South Africa, but unfortunately, we don't really have the facilities that the international skateboarders have. So pretty much for us to be serious about being on the Olympic stage and trying to get that gold medal mm. is being more out in Europe and being out in the U.S. so we can practice and train on those facilities with the best skateboarders in the world. I thought you guys just did it anywhere. What, what do you mean by facilities? 
So bus facilities are pretty much mean there's a skate park um, that, that has the best facilities. Everything is both perfect. So within skateboarding, there's obviously two different ways that you could go about it. There's the competitive skateboarders, which are basically like athletes in which we have to train on our consistency continuously. And then we have the street skateboarding, which is more of the cultural aspect where we go out and we film video projects for companies that sponsor us in order for them to promote their products to make sales. Mm. So there's two different directions of skateboarding, and pretty much you have to go about doing both of them. Um, And at this point in time, um, the Olympics is definitely the main thing on my radar. Mm. Um, So that means that we need to use the facilities, which is pretty much the best skate parks in the world that have been built for skateboarding, in which at the World World Cup Series and... um, the World Series, they end up having the facilities recreated from some of the best skate parks. So if you don't have those facilities to train and practice on necessarily, then when it comes down to the moment that it matters most, which would be at the Olympics or at the Street League World Series, then you won't be able to land the trick when it matters most. Mm. So we do like to skateboard everywhere, and we can skateboard anywhere, but at the end of the day, for competitive skateboarding, you need to train in a skate park. It's the standardization, I guess, right? You know how high a a rail is or all those kind of things. Exactly. So obstacles, they often change it, but we need to basically apply the same tricks that we've learned in practice um, to different obstacles, and that's where the application aspect comes into play. Now, when are you going to? Are you planning on twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? I guess. Yeah. So the new date for Tokyo has been announced, and it's the end of July, beginning of August area. Mm. Um, so they're still now because they want to keep the most current talent and the best skateboarders within the industry. Obviously, with coronavirus, they've delayed the whole series by a year. Mm. So we're going to have one more year of qualification before they announce the the list of skateboarders that have qualified for Tokyo 2021, Um, which is exciting because that that pretty much entails more traveling and skateboarding all over Europe and the U.S. Okay, and are you are you a cert, Brandon, or are you going to have to fight for a spot on the South African uh, on the South African team? So there's nothing is 100 percent. set in concrete. I'm definitely going to have to fight for my position. There's a South African championship coming up at, on the 21st of December. Um, but I'm feeling very confident. You know, I've been doing this for a while. I feel like I have the experience, have the talent to be able to go out there and do my best. And I'm confident in what I'm doing. So, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident in my approach. And hopefully I can get to Tokyo and, you know, bring back a gold medal for South Africa. Are you going to have like a flag underneath? What I don't know. What, what do you call it? Your board? Are you going to have a, a South African flag on the bottom? Yeah. So basically, I'm working on a graphic with my current board sponsor at the moment for a skateboard that I would like to use when I'm at the Olympic Games. So definitely going to incorporate a South African flag in. Basically, my nickname is Simba when I travel overseas oh, nice. skateboarding because of hair and how I look and I'm also from Africa so I kind of got the nickname Simba so we're thinking of trying to incorporate something with the the Lion King and African South African flag kind of theme putting it all together for a graphic that I can use when I'm at Tokyo. Right, we look forward to seeing you out and flying the flag. Uh, Brendan Valjala thank you very much for joining us. Cool, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Let's see if he goes to the Olympic Games. If you want to find out more about what he does, go to his website, valjalo.co.za. That's V A L. 
J-A-L-O, valjalo.co.za. Uh, and I don't want to endorse any of his products, but he's got some liquor sunglasses. I'm a bit of a sunglasses freak. I'll, I have too many pairs of sunglasses. You know how like, people collect watches? I collect sunglasses from the cheap 40 buck stuff that are on the side of the road to way too much money but he's got some he's got some liquor sunglasses on his website but you can also see his videos and his instagram and all those things go to uh, brandon valjalo's website v-a-l-j-a-l-o dot c-o dot z-a